Yes. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. This podcast is gold. Basketball gold. You're tuned into the best Cleveland Cavaliers podcast in all the land. Basketball gold. Hosted by Mike Fratello and Jeff Phelps. Brought to you by Betway.com. Betway for the sport of it. Gambling problem? 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Basketball Gold with Fratello and Phelps. He's Mike Fratello. I'm Jeff Phelps. Cavaliers just had back-to-back home games. The Golden State Warriors lost that one, and people are still trying to figure it out. Mike gave a great explanation as to what happens when you're playing a team that didn't have four of its starters and it didn't go well for the Cavs. The next night, they bounce back against the Milwaukee Bucks. Mike, get a win. Giannis didn't play in that game for Milwaukee. But we saw something in that game that I think Cav fans have been wanting to see this season, and you haven't seen it all season, really. And that was Evan Mobley having the type of game that I think everybody has thought, all right, this this is what we would love to see Evan Mobley become. And I'll, I'll go over the numbers real quick. Against the Bucks, 38 points, career high, nine rebounds, three assists. He made 19 field goals. So 19 times two is 38. He was 0 for 2 on threes. He didn't make a free throw in the game, took only one. We'll get into that in a second. So a career-high 19 made field goals on a career-high 27 field goal attempts, Mike. And he obliterated his previous career-high. It was 30 against the Clippers last March. He had 38 against Milwaukee. And that's the type of game that has Cav fans absolutely drooling at the idea of what this young guy can become. Remember, he's only 21 years old. And I was so excited for Evan and the team when I saw the final numbers at the end of the night, you know, before before I turn in, no matter where I am, which time zone I'm in. I <laughs> like to go through the scores and what's happened when I see one game that might be interesting to me or if I'm following a team in particular, maybe the team's coming up on my schedule. I want to see who's doing what with that team. Then I hit the stats button and go through the stats in those games. And when I saw his numbers – I was really excited for for Mobley because I think early in the season, he looked almost as if he was uh, taking a step back because we brought in a new guy named Donovan Mitchell who scores a lot of points. And he, along with Garland in the backcourt, they're going to take a lot of shots. And I don't want to ruin things and upset the cart by me trying to get too many shots up and they're not getting their shots. So I'll be that young guy that does my job of rebounding, playing defense, blocking shots, and then getting the bucket every so often when it, it's my turn. Well, the other night, 
when they saw, I think his teammates realized he was on one of those rolls that night. He was feeling good and they wanted to stay on that role by continually feeding him the basketball. And he worked hard, obviously, uh, to get the shots that he got. You know, when you get offensive rebounds and put them back up and in, that's hard work on your part. Yeah. So Mo, we did a heck of a job. They did a great job recognizing it. And I would bet his teammates were the happiest people in the world besides uh, Mobley because they loved this young man and they were waiting for one of these bust out games. And here it is. Can we expect that every night? No, you can't expect that every night because then there's no shots for the other guys who are primary <laughs> scorers on the team. Yeah. But I, I still think we're looking for who's the third, third guy of the group that will get the third most shots most of the nights. You know that between Darius and Donovan, they're going to get X number of shots each a night. They'll get fouled and go to the free throw line. But normally with great teams, you have three people where the shot distribution is. Like a magic worthy Kareem, you can kind of figure mm -hmm. that out, that they're going to get the majority of the shots. Well, for the Cavaliers right now, you've got two dynamic guards in the backcourt. Who will be that next guy that each night would expect him to have the third most field goal attempts? Some nights he'll have the most, other nights he'll be second most, but he'll be somewhere in the top three. Right now, Evan is taking 11 shots a game, Mike, and that's down one shot a game from last year. And it's kind of typical of all of his stats because his stats are really pretty much even Steven with what he did last year, right around 15 points a game. His rebounding's up about a half a rebound. His shooting percentage is up. So that's a good thing, but he's taking one less shot a game. Donovan's taking 20 shots, Darius 16 and a half, and Evan's taking the 11, along with Karis LeVert taking 11 and Jared Allen taking nine a game. Is that, is that okay? And, and I'm wondering about the third score too. And I, you know, you don't, Donovan Mitchell has been great. How, how do you ask Donovan Mitchell not to do what he's been doing? And, you know, I've heard people say, okay, well, Darius Garland needs to become a pass first point guard and not worry about his scoring. And when I've heard that, I've thought, okay, except for one thing, Darius is fifth in the NBA in assists right now at over eight assists per game. So he's doing a, a fine job of passing the ball around. How do you, make that all work a little bit maybe more cohesively, Mike, or does it not even need to have anybody coaching or other players interfere with it? And that's just something that's going to come naturally where maybe these roles continue to evolve a little bit. I'll ask you, would you be happy if we duplicated our record in the second half of the season where yeah. we are right now? Take yeah, it. I would be. And if you take it and just carry it out percentage-wise, if we won the same number of games, uh, because we're, we're past, obviously, the 41-game mark, would you be happy if they finished, you know, here they are 10 games over 500? Yeah. If they proportionately in the back half, would you be as happy? And so that's what, you know, dealing with that chemistry, the mix, the combination of players, that's what it's all about. The coaches staff trying to figure out, you know, do we have the right thing for us? Who's that fifth starter? I mean, I think Allen should start every night. I think yep. Moe should start every night. I think Garland, Donovan Mitchell, those four guys should start every night, in my opinion. Now, who's yeah, the and fifth play starter? heavy minutes, right? Yeah. Well, they're gonna if you yep. want to win a lot of games. But now, we could 
we could have fans call in and we could take calls and we probably have five different names that people would bring up for who should be starting in that fifth spot. That's what makes this team a little bit interesting uh, that you just don't know each night out, you know, what's going on. And uh, there was a trade that took place today in the NBA where uh, the Lakers went to Washington, uh, took a guy who hasn't played, right, Jeff, very much at all. because Yeah, Rui Hachimura and didn't play much at all last year. He just came off a 30-point game, though. Number nine pick in the draft when he came out. Mm -hmm. And here's a guy full of frustration. uh, And it's like one of those things sometimes when you have somebody in front of you, you know, Porzingis is now on that team. And Kuzma is playing the best basketball he's ever played in the NBA for that team. So Hachimura is there. And I'm sure he's saying to himself, gosh, I wonder if I get a chance, you know, to really show what I can do. Well, the Lakers are willing to, give up none, I think three second round picks to take a look at him and try. And this may be the opportunity they want. But the point is that the Lakers knew they needed help and they did something that they could do without damaging the core of that team to go out and get this guy who they hope can help them down the back stretch in a number of different ways. So um, who it is that the, you know, the Cavs will wind up going to as the fifth starter on a regular basis. I'm not sure it doesn't change every third game, every fourth game. Uh, JB may feel it's time to give somebody else a shot. Do you like that, Mike? It, you know, because Dean Wade got a look early and then Dean was out. Dean's now back. You know, and that you can kind of duplicate the big lineup that you had last year with Lowry Markin in a little bit. If Dean is able to go and is able to get back and contribute. You could go Isaac Okoro, who's been shooting the ball a little bit better lately from the outside. You could go Karis LeVert, but that takes something away from your bench there. Um, Jetty Osman, do you think, would you be okay? Stevens. Don't leave Stevens out. Yeah, Lamar Stevens has been terrific. You know, he's I, I like Lamar. I, I, I love the way that he plays the game. As a coach, are you okay with, hey, tonight this we like this matchup a little better, we're going to go this way, or do you prefer to have the five guys? I've always liked having the five guys, but I'm Mm -hmm. not sure I had the luxury of having a roster this deep and without someone jumping out. That's clearly the, the starting small forward for this team. Uh, So that's your job as a coach to adjust. And, you know, if you make good decisions, most of the nights along with the other four guys, you should have some success with this team. Uh, you have guys that add so much to the second unit, a Levert coming in, a Kevin Love coming in with the second unit, uh, Jetty Osmond, you know, think back to first 15, 20 games of the year. Mm-hmm. I thought Jetty was playing terrific basketball coming off the bench, high energy flying down the floor. How many, I can visualize outlets to him where he's over the half court line. He catches the outlet pass and takes it a couple dribbles and he's at the rim laying it up. That's the kind of energy JB was looking for. So maybe this is just a team right now. In the offseason, who knows what's going to happen? You know, they they may get a draft pick from somewhere for somebody that they pick and find their small forward there through free agency. You may wind up with a small forward that you like. You never know. But don't worry about next year and the year after that until we get done with this season. Let's try and finish this season as best we can. This has been Basketball Gold, brought to you by Betway.com. Betway. 
for the sport of it. Gambling problem? 1-800-GAMBLER.